War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal stump grinding, tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It's Wednesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, we had a problem with our dryer. The ball bearings went. It happens with a GE dryer. So it started to make a loud squeaky noise every time we'd, every time we'd be using the dryer. <laughs> so what did I do? Did I try to fix it? Uh, no. Did I just go out and buy it? No. There was no reason to buy a new one. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He sent Tom out. Uh, I'm going to say maybe it took him 15 minutes. Sounds fantastic. Folks, he has fixed... Ryan's fixed the dryer. You know, you, your dryer sometimes, you have to be careful with your dryer. Um, dryers can actually start a fire, but he is also, Ryan has repaired over the years. He has repaired our microwave. He has repaired, uh, we had a problem with our dishwasher. I think we, he even repaired, yeah, we had a problem with our refrigerator. Folks, Ryan's appliance repair, one of your appliances. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 710 7096 either ryan will come out this time tom came out fantastic as always ryan's appliance repair 401 710 7096 folks the election is less than one week away less than one week away now there's already a lot of early voting going on i am waiting until election day i don't believe in all this early voting i think some people are going to change their minds now we have two debates left channel 10 is doing a four o'clock debate tomorrow. Cranston to Mayor Alan Fung, Seth Magaziner. By all accounts, Alan Fung is right there. He is hanging on, hanging close. The question is, can he push it over the top? Now we're going to talk to Dan McGowan, columnist of the Boston Globe. Alan Fung, what the a big question with this race is what's the winning number going to be? So it's not going to be, no one's going to have 60 percent. A lot of the races in the past have either been 65-35 or 60-40, somewhere like that. Nobody is getting 60%. The question is, can Mayor Fung, how close can he get to 50%? Now, there is a third-party candidate, Bill Gilbert, moderate party. Will he take five points? It's possible. I don't believe he's included in the Channel 10 debate. And by the way, that's also unusual, a four o'clock debate. Uh, I think that favors elderly viewers for the most part, elderly voters. But um, I think Mayor Fung will do fine. But if Gilbert, let's just break down the numbers. It's a tight race. 
if Gilbert pulls 5%, you could have, let's just say Mayor Fung can get to 48%. And Seth Magaziner is around 46%. Well, then that would mean that Bill Gilbert would have to deliver about 5%, um, no, a little bit more than that, right? Yes, 6% of the vote, 6% of the vote. Meaning if it's a 48, 46, 49, 47 in flux. Now, if Seth Magaziner, if he can get, I mean, that that's how razor thin close this is going to be. I don't, I don't believe anyone is saying that Mayor Fung can get to, I'm not even sure he can get to 55%, but if he can get to close to 50%, and then you do have the third party candidate, Bill Gilbert, who will take something. Um, he, he was involved with the debate that I covered at URI with the Providence Journal and the Public's Radio. If they can do that, then then Mayor Fung, all eyes are on Mayor Fung. He's getting so much national attention. Fox News is going to be following that race. Um, that is a race. The CD2 race is now being viewed as people are going to view that, that that could really be uh, a telling race of just how much of a big night this is going to be for the Republicans. And I want to play now. CBS had uh, they uh, CBS television news, excuse me, came in did a big um, sit down with Mayor Fung. But folks, there's something I want to point out. Now I know that there is a big story in the Boston Globe. <clears throat> they're talking about Ashley Kalis and fighting with this contractor in Illinois and so forth. And the Boston Globe is trying to, you know, well they did. They printed some text, and it's pretty rough language. But the question is, right now, what is the mood of the voter? And what is the mood of the people of Rhode Island? And people, I think, Ashley Kalis has the possibility to, if she can have a big debate and really pounds Dan McKee in their final debate, it's Thursday night, it's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock on Channel 10. I believe it's 7 o'clock. I'll double check. 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. Or 8 o'clock. But anyhow, Thursday night, if she could really pound him, that could give him her momentum going into the final week of the campaign the mckee people feel good i i question if well they're, they're either gonna solidify their win on thursday night or if the floodgates open we know what happened last time governor mckee had a bad debate helena folks came in and swooped it up i think you have to ask yourself you know how would people feel about having someone as governor who will stand up to when the union people when all the progressives when tiara mack and all these groups are making these outrageous demands. How about having a governor that will stand up to them? Like, no, we're not going to go along with that. I'm not going to be bullied in that manner and stand up in that way. I think people may be looking for that. I think, if anything, Ashley Kalis has certainly solidified. When we heard she's a fighter, I think people thought, like, metaphorically. I didn't think they thought, all right, this is someone that is literally out there fighting. But, hey, Ashley, this is Rhode Island. You know, as uh, Henry B. Chafee said last night on Twitter when the Boston Globe story broke, hey, Ashley, looks like you are from Rhode Island. Bang. Uh, hey, Ashley. So, but folks, this is a uh, the Pew Research Center release. Listen to these numbers. The question for voters, violent crime is very important to midterm vote. Black voters, 81%. 81% of black voters said, yes, violent crime is very important for the midterm vote. Conservatives said 77%. People age 65 and over, 75% said that crime is very important to the midterm vote. Hispanic voters, 65%. And white voters, it's the lowest one. But this is, this next number, this is something to me that really stands out. And that is violent crime is very important in midterm vote. Black Democrats, 82% of black Democrats said that crime is important. 33% of white Democrats said it's important. So what does that tell you? You know, there's this disconnect. And you see it in Providence, where the white progressive elites, liberals who live on the east side, say providence is like a really great city and i feel like no problem walking around at night it's safe then you have people of color in neighborhoods like washington park south providence uh the west side only but they say 
crime is a major issue it's a big problem we can't walk to the store we can't go out at night i want more police in my neighborhood but look at that disconnect this also ties in with me that i believe i'll just say that i think ashley kayla should have made more of the crime issue someone who is doing it is the candidate running for lieutenant governor for republican aaron gukian aaron gukian is republican running for lieutenant governor and he has really highlighted how uh lieutenant governor sabina matos wants to defund the police and she's she voted to defund the police to support defund the police so i believe and in, in if ashley kalis really wanted to pick up some votes in providence in certain sections look at that in, in other parts by the way Pawtucket, central falls remember governor mckee he was at that abolish the police defund the police rally he spoke at a very violent rally that i attended as as lieutenant governor and he's been lieutenant he's been governor and lieutenant governor he hasn't he hasn't done anything to help clean up some of the crime in providence they pretend like it's not there so i believe that's an issue they missed out on all right let's go to this is uh cbs cbs did a piece on alan fung in the blue state of rhode island republican candidate alan fung stands a chance to flip a u.s house seat cbs news ed o'keefe sat down with fung to discuss his policy strategy and desire to bring back a gop voice to to new england i'm very happy for mayor fung let's listen to this piece house republicans take control what are republicans going to do to fight inflation but we've got to uh, make sure that we spend wisely targeted strategic spending no more of this blank checks that are going out under the failed policies of speaker pelosi next we also have to make sure that you know we're um bringing back some of the jobs to our country fixing up the infrastructure you know all of that will help our economy here and lastly the biggest issue is this energy independence while we're transitioning to a renewable energy economy we have to stay focused on making sure that a lot of our oil and the gas are still coming out of our even drilled but uncompleted wells when you talk about bringing manufacturing jobs back or like your website says and fixing up the ports here in rhode island it sounds like you would have been a yes vote for the big infrastructure bill yes i would have and you know and i get it that you know a lot of republicans um, might not have been in favor of it but it's important critically important to you know many not just Rhode Island, there's people in new england area where we've got older bones not only just talking about roads and bridges we're talking about sewer lines water lines that really need to be happening i've been covering campaigns and elections for a little while i cannot recall ever having to come to rhode island yes. to cover a competitive race yes. what's going on in rhode island that is making it possible that you a republican might win the small state in the union is going to have a loud voice we have an opportunity to bring back a voice a republican voice not just for rhode island but all of new england which has been missing for you know a few years now and it's important that we have that balance someone that's willing to go down there roll up the sleeves be that hard work in a bipartisan manner there's only one republican in congress from new england right now yes susan collins yes the republican brand doesn't do as well in these parts you know a big part of the reason is because of the guy who's seen as the leader of the party former president donald trump he hasn't endorsed you, right? No, he hasn't. Would you like his endorsement? Would it help? The endorsement that's important for me are the people in this second district, the people of Rhode Island. You know, I like Susan Collins a lot. She's, you know, contributed my campaign. I model myself after Charlie Baker, you know, the governor of Massachusetts, Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire. You know, I, that's how I've governed 12 years as mayor, working across the aisle, solving solutions. Did I read correctly that part of the reason you became a Republican is because you had run, you wanted to run for city council, the Democrats told you go run for school council instead, and you said screw it, I'm going to go. What actually happened is they actually told me that they didn't have a spot for me, and the Republican Party was welcoming to me. We aligned, especially on the fiscal issues, fiscal policies, you know, pro- business a party that supposedly has been welcoming to minorities wasn't back because they didn't have a spot for me well 
The Republicans are welcome, and we're, I'm proud to be part of a group of fresh faces that's with our name on the ballot that hopefully is going to do some great things for you know, our neighborhoods, our states, and our country. So if the Democrats had said yes to you years ago, you might be running for Congress this year as a Democrat in another world. No, I'm sitting here as a Republican, proud to be you know, a Republican that is fiscally responsible, doing the right things for us, and, you know, it's, it's something that I'm honored to, you know, be on the ballot this year. You know, folks, that is, I'm so happy for, uh, that is Alan Fung. I mean, you're sitting down. Ed O'Keefe, you heard him even say, I've never been to Rhode Island to cover a close race like this. So, and Mayor Fung, I think he's really hit his stride. It is not easy. It's not easy. He's got the right brand. He needs to close it out. Now, today is Wednesday. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Check the website, depetro.com. You're going to want to check it today. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. A great meal is waiting for you. Lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. I am happy for Mayor Fung. It's within reach. He has run a great campaign. It is very simple. They're having a big get out the vote on Saturday. Um, tomorrow night, he needs to close out, finish strong, final debate on Channel 10 against Seth Magaziner. Now that's going to be, excuse me, that's going to be tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Channel 10 going with the decision because only half of the state it affects them or for whatever reason maybe they are just doing it because they feel that's the the bigger race to watch but they're doing two debates in one day and it's also going to be the gubernatorial race but there's so much on the line right now you know president obama is out there a lot of people have already voted president biden is out fumbling around on the campaign trail let's listen listen to this is president biden yesterday just changing the price and they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, think of Iraq because that's where my son died. The, uh, because he died. There is no enthusiasm there in any way. There's no enthusiasm. They had no one at that rally. He is he is an absolute liability. There was another scene where President Biden was trying to make a heart at the end of the rally. And instead, he just put his he did a square as they're all cheering. You know, what's also comical yesterday was at a Democrat rally. They used the song that Hillary Clinton came out to. And it was her theme song, the 2016. I, I see a tone-deaf, I mean, I just see a tone-deaf campaign right now. I really do. I don't, I don't see. These races are so close. And the Republican Party, folks, the momentum has shifted. There is a chance, you know, Rhode Island, 2nd District, and even, by the way, you know, wouldn't it be something? Actually, Kalis, it this race is still within reach. She could still catch Governor McKee, but she needs a lot of things to break her way. She needs a big debate performance. She needs to really hit it out of the park. I think she's ready for it, and she's prepped for it. They've done all they can, but I'm looking at some headlines right now. Now, Liz Cheney boosting Democrats in key races. I don't think I believe that, but right now there's a 51% chance that Republicans are going to take the Senate. How about this headline? White suburban women swing right. White suburban women are voting Republican. That race for governor of New York is also very close. I think, unfortunately, he could use a little more time in that race. I think he could use a little more time in that race, and I don't know if they're going to get it. Fox News poll, the Arizona race is a dead heat. How about Carrie Lake? She is the anchor woman in Arizona republican supposed to be unelectable she is now leading 
in the race, and her challenger won't even debate her. Not long ago, many in Arizona wondered, Carrie Lake, far-right, Trump-loving, media-bashing, could win a campaign for governor in a swing state, I'll tell you, but she is absolutely turned in. She is a very articulate, ferocious. Folks, see, some people learn it. And I mentioned that, you know, I mentioned in the past, Don Kachiri learned it. Helena Folks learned it. Kerry Lake has learned it. We're going to find out tomorrow night. It's all right there for Ashley Kalis. It's there for the taking. I mean, we'll see how it goes. One thing I will also say, I'm also looking at this headline, Biden to deliver unscheduled speech at Union Station near the Capitol. What does that mean? Biden to deliver an unscheduled DNC speech at Union Station near the Capitol. You know, that's right across from where I stay when I'm in D.C., which is Union Station. Oh, that's right. He's going to deliver remarks, preserving, protecting our democracy. So the president, 7 o'clock at the Columbus Club in Union Station, the threat of election deniers. Folks, I say this message is failing. I just don't, I don't hear it from people. I don't hear people saying that that is like a last gasp um that they are trying to suddenly come out with they're trying everything they have failed on message they have failed on the economy and now their last desperate hail mary is democracies on the ballot i don't i don't think people even know what that means i don't think people view things in that term that's how tone deaf they are now i'm also looking at this headline it's happening trump 2024 campaign prepares for post midterm launch uh, as he played to a crowd of supporters, he drew cheers as he talked up his first two runs, teased a third. In order to make our country, I'll probably have to do it again. He said, probably. That carefully placed may soon be gone. Aides to the former president making quiet preparations for a 2024 presidential campaign that could be launched soon after next week's midterm elections. As President Trump tries to capitalize on expected Republican wins, to propel himself towards becoming the front runner for his party nomination. I'm like 95% he's going to run, said Rice Priebus, his former White House chief of staff. The real question is, are other big challenges going to run? If he runs, it'll be very difficult for any Republican to defeat. And we, we've already, um, I've already touched on the fact that you have some people that are out there and they are going to run and they're not going to be persuaded not to run. So I'm not, um, I, I will have to wait and see on the strategy. He's got some legal problems, but I, I understand the strategy of saying right now that the fact that if, if he comes up big, if J.D. Vance wins in Ohio, which I think he's, he's believed to, if Dr. Roz wins in Pennsylvania, if Kerry Lake wins in Arizona, these are all people that, you know, President Trump got into the mix so i believe what they're saying is and the the strategy would be then why not take advantage of that and immediately kick things off ride the momentum and take to the campaign trail to really cash in on that that's not a bad strategy in any way so folks again it is wednesday we're going to talk to dan mcgowan of the boston globe uh th this is it the race for governor now the other race to watch that I believe is a little bit of a sleeper, but one to watch is the lieutenant governor race because he is he is running a very good campaign, a very good race. I like him a lot. His name is Aaron Gukian. Aaron Gukian. You've seen some of his billboards. He's a tall guy. He played college basketball. He I got to know him when he worked for Governor Don Kacheri. He's been a teacher, a coach. He has tremendous business experience. Now, he's debating Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. I believe they're debating this Friday on Channel 10, um, it, with 10 News Conference. And then it'll run over the weekend. And then it'll be online, I would imagine, I think, posted on Friday. So I think I am hearing now that people are looking at maybe they need someone. People are very uncomfortable with the idea of Governor McKee and Matos on the, as the ticket of electing the two of them. I'll give credit. M. Charles Baxt, former columnist of the Providence Journal, he's the one that said he's hearing more and more people want to vote for Aaron over her to keep a check on Governor McKee. Now, a group came out yesterday. I heard she has no money. 
I heard Lieutenant Governor Matos has no money left. And I heard that a, a group yesterday, they did come out and they're running ads on her behalf. So I, um, I, I think that's one of those races. We'll see. Now, I know people have voted early, but I don't hear. It's one thing that she won the primary, but in a general election, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, so far they had one debate and it was not even close. She does not have experience. She hasn't been properly vetted. She, um, there's things about her. I think it's interesting the media is really going after Ashley Kalis, but the media has not. Most of them, they haven't gone after Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. I think part of that is a media bias. They like the idea. There are members of the media that, that sometimes they like how something sounds. They like a concept. They liked a community organizer in the name and the form of of um, mayor of Jorge Alorza becoming the mayor of the city. A lot of times the media and, and they kind of this isn't this great. She grew up in the Dominican Republic and came here and she lives in Oneville. Isn't this great that she's the lieutenant governor? Well, we'll see about that. I question some of the reporting and whether or not they she has been given a free pass on certain things i think that's going to change over the next couple of days so folks again it's wednesday we're going to talk to dan mcgowan of the boston globe you're listening to the john DePetro show the next time you have an emergency head straight to atmed urgent care two locations 1524 atwood avenue suite 122 in johnston or east greenwich 5750 post road atmed urgent care urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment service, AtMed Urgent Care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals. They're a cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. Listing to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, Petro.com. Joining us right now, he is the columnist with the Boston Globe. He is Dan McGowan. And Dan McGowan, in uh, today's roadmap, you mentioned just, boy, it is uh, really unprecedented. I don't remember the last time, if ever, actually. Maybe that's why I'm using the word unprecedented. The Rhode Islands have this type of attention Patrick Kennedy races used to draw some attention, but not like this. And we're talking about the race in CD2, Alan Fung and Seth Magaziner. Yeah, well, and, and, you know, you go back to those Patrick Kennedy races and, and, you know, in some cases, I think, right, it was just the name and it was, oh, another Kennedy is going to win. Yeah. You know, uh, another Democrat, you know, is going to win and it happens to be a Kennedy. You know, obviously, Patrick had a lot of his own issues, so you had that component to it. You know, in this case, it's an authentic uh you know uh, reality i guess and that that you, the, the national attention that's being paid to this race uh is because you know pretty much everybody believes that this race is uh at worst razor thin and that and for in alan fung's case uh, you know best case scenario is is a win for alan fung um roadmap i wrote about david axelrod right the guy who was the architect of president obama right was with obama when he ran for Senate, he was with him, you know, for the famous speech at the convention in, in 04, 06, um, 04, excuse me, um, it, it, you know, what in, in, you know, has always, uh, has always been kind of a face uh, behind Obama for a long time, uh, says the race he's looking at Tuesday night, next Tuesday night is Rhode Island's second district. He says, wow. He says it's because. You know, he thinks that Rhode Island's the canary in the coal mine. If, if you know, if Alan Fung wins in Rhode Island, that's a, you know, a precursor for what happens all across the country 
to uh, to Democrats, and you know they pointed out pretty accurately that Rhode, you know, we could get a good sense of the Rhode Island results, you know, in that eight o'clock hour, uh, right, eight to nine, maybe maybe sometime in the nines, where you actually get a race, the race called. Think about it. In other parts of the country, you know, polls are still going to be open, and so there's yeah. going to be a lot of early coverage. I think next Tuesday night, if you're really glued to midterm election coverage. I think there's going to be a lot of attention paid to Rhode Island because just like, again, the way we count our election results, we already, you know, we're going to have all the mail ballots done for the most part, uh, you know, ahead of time. You're, and then it just happens to be a small state. So you're going to get a good sense really early next week um, of where things are going. And again, David Oxenrod says, you know, again, if it happens there, then you move over to potentially in Connecticut, a Republican could win. Potentially New York's going to be, you know, really have a bunch of Republicans. And then, you know, for, then you move out of the Northeast and you start to see uh, that red wave, particularly on the House side, I think. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, I think everybody also agrees that the Senate is really at best a 50-50 toss-up. Dan McGowan, tomorrow afternoon, excuse me, a rare afternoon to be. Yeah. is the final debate between Seth Magaziner and Alan Funk. Where does Dan McGowan see the race right now? I, uh, as someone that lives in CD2, and I, I, I think, are you also in CD2? I am, yeah, Providence? I'm in that yes. part of Providence that is I, I, uh, I think the, the mailers, I, I just tossed them out. I mean, I, I, I think that is an overused uh, old form of, of campaigning. But where, where do you see the race right now because magazine has pivoted a little bit but it, it seems like they're just staying on the message they have this whole business of that he could decide to make kevin mccarthy if bug wins the speaker that's actually not even true it doesn't matter whether he wins or not kevin mccarthy is going to be the speaker but where do you see the race right now dan mcgowan yeah i mean look i think it is I, i've always thought like alan has a major advantage here the only thing i would say is that i think it's i think alan has proven over you know two statewide elections that there is a ceiling for for alan and for republicans in rhode island and so what i mean by that is you know, I think Alan Bung can win the election at 48% of the vote. Yep. If, if you're asking him to get 50, to get 51, uh, I think that's really hard. I think it'll be yeah. very, I, th- I think the higher you get, um, I think it becomes just, it becomes very difficult for a Republican in Rhode Island. Uh, and so I think that's the thing to, to really pay close attention to. You know, if I'm going into this debate, the last debate tomorrow night, uh, I, I, it's an interesting one because as we know, we saw this in the primary, the way Gene Valicenti from Channel 10 kind of handles debates very different than, yes. than uh, Channel 12. He's going to let them kind of swing at each other and go back and forth. I, yep. I think that that sets Alan Fung up to be in a pretty good space because what you've seen in some of the other debates is, you know, Seth Magazine would be very aggressive, but Alan Fung, you know, playing kind of the cool con card I think people like that. I think people, you know, are appreciative of of somebody who's going to say, "Wait a minute, like calm down, take a deep breath, you know, let me explain my positions." But the one risk is, you know, you could have a situation where, you know, uh, hour-long debate, Seth Magaziner speaks for forty-two minutes, and you know, maybe maybe kind of dominates Alan in some ways. Uh, but if I'm Alan Fung, I, I like that format. I, I want to come across. I don't want to make any, you know, silly mistakes on policy issues that could get me in a in a tough, you know, bind. Uh, I want to come out of there looking again confident and cool. Um, and you know, I, I think you're right. I mean, on the mailers, you've got a great point. You know, this it, it, it's interesting. Like you've seen the Democrats nationally kind of switch back to try to, you know, remind people that they care about the economy too. But all the mailers. I mean, every mailer I'm getting is about abortion and Alan Fung. Yes. Uh, even Alan Fung is sending out, by the way, yeah. uh, abor- or, or you know, people on behalf of Alan Fung are sending out, you know, this is where he stands to correct the, the, the record. I think Alan's in a really good place. Uh, I think he can win this race, uh, obviously. Uh, but, uh, again, I wouldn't be surprised if you and I are talking next Wednesday morning and we're saying, ah, you know, uh, you know Seth squeaked it out by – you know, by winning 50%, 50 to 49 or something like that. What do you think of the fact that debate's going to be at four o'clock in the, in the afternoon? Does that have a factor? 
It is on NBC 10, and they obviously do very well in this town. And what about also the fact that this time the uh, the, the moderate party, uh, Gilbert, he will not be on the stage. I don't believe he's on the stage with them. I've I, heard that he is. Yeah, I haven't heard that he is either. I, I think the 4 p.m. is 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 an, it's, a, it's a strange decision because, look, you just you do lose. Now, you know, viewers from from just that early in the day. Uh, you know, people are not home from work yet, those kind of things. I do think Channel 10 is trying to make a play the way Channel 12 has at the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're going they're going to be launching a 4 o'clock news show. So I think this, you know, this may be a little bit of a kind of teaser towards that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's smart. I think it's smart by Channel 10. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I do think you run the risk potentially of, you know, kind of a random you know, Thursday afternoon, uh, people might not see it. And the, you know, the one major difference, I think, that between Channel 10 and Channel 12, Channel 10 gets the ratings. Channel 10 is not quite as good uh, with the digital stuff, right? They're not right. They're not as good at sharing out and, you know, having people Agreed. see their story, yes. or, you know, the, the debate. Whereas Channel 12 gets life from its debates. You know, they have the big showing you know uh, initially when it's live but then it yep. gets a couple extra thousand views sure um, they put uh, a lot into it yeah they put they, they make does. that conscious effort so i think that's a challenge um but again it, the, the the onus here is on seth magazine right he i think we would agree he's you know at, at best it is even i i think it's more likely fuck is in the lead and so seth has to make the showing here and so a four o'clock debate uh, is probably not the best thing for him. He wants this to be in prime time. Uh, you know, yeah. he, in fact, if I were that, you know, it's in some ways, if I was Channel 10, I'd want to switch the, the the debates. I'd want the the Congress debate to be at seven right. and the governor's debate to be at four. The only, and I heard about that, what I heard is just because it's statewide. And yeah. then therefore they want to do that. And you're going to get more of the elderly. So yeah. um, in some way, I think it favors Fung. I mean, we'll see. Fung has come this close. He's run a great race. Now he needs to close it out. He's getting a lot of national press. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Dan McGowan, Boston Globe, right here on the John DeVito Show. This is the perfect time of year to have some paving done for your home, residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. Make it letter J, J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them today for a free estimate, 401 732 1730 the next couple of months get your driveway prepared for winter time call j perry paving today for a free quote 401-732-1730 licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients needs no matter how big or how small whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving today affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing remember even asphalt can be recycled reused call them for a free quote letter j j perry paving look for them on facebook and call 401-732-1730 remember no one's better to veterans than j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 high quality fair pricing exceptional service free estimate J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. We're speaking about Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. In the Boston Globe, they feature, and I'm going to give credit to the Globe. This was uh, your paper's exclusive. This uh, These explosive allegations with a contractor in Illinois. It's been paying, playing out the past couple of days, apparently, with Ed Fitzpatrick. And uh, Dan McGowan has to with Ashley Kalis and some salty language at best uh between her and this contractor back in illinois yeah and you're seeing you know a little bit for, for listeners out there you know you've seen probably the last couple of weeks you know kind of a steady stream of you know what is what in, in our business we call opposition research uh that you know gets kind of fed out of you know on all campaigns typically and you know i think that the trouble that ashley kalis is running into is because nobody knew who she was a year ago, she wasn't in the game, so to speak. Yep. Uh, you know, she's getting hit with it all at the time where she's trying to make her, you know, her move to the front of the pack. I think it's going to be hard. You know, this one in particular uh, that, that my colleague Brian Amaral kind of, uh, you know, uncovered and, and reported on, uh, you know, like you said, involves, you know, a contractor, a dispute in Chicago where there are text messages and really kind of salty, like you said, language used by, 
you know, directed by Ashley Kalish, which she doesn't even deny. And I think the problem with these things now, look, I, I'm, I'm not naive. I, I, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, a single story in the Boston Globe a week before an election changes an outcome. I, I don't believe that. But I, what I will say is I, I think the challenge that Ashley Kalis has run into is, you know, she's going to get all the Republican support she needs. Uh, but in order to win in Rhode Island as a Republican, you do have to convert, you know, those independents who are willing yep. to say, hey, you know, I don't mind this person. She, she's not so bad. I think you, you the problem she faces when she gets kind of a, a constant barrage of these kinds of stories, which, again, she's had for a couple of weeks now, is it starts to put the doubt in, you know, the independent woman's mind who, who sure. you know, who, who uh, the example I always give, who, who maybe benefited from like the Trump tax breaks, but yep. disliked Donald Trump so much that she was willing to vote against, you know, somebody like Donald Trump. I think this is the case that Ashley Kalis is, you know, kind of running into. And it's a tough time for her because, again, it's it's the moment where finally people are paying attention. Um, I would not be surprised if she, you know, has closed the gap within, you know, into inside of 10 points or so in this race. But it's, it's a it's a bad moment. You expected it. it you know, she had, I'm sure she knew this was going to, to happen. Um, but... I think it's all piling up in a really bad time for her at a moment where, by the way, she's got a great, her, her last, I don't know if this will be her last ad, but her commercial out this week where she's got, you know, Dan McKee saying it's time for change, it's time for change. And then she, yes. kinda, I think it's the best, you know, she comes out it, and says he's had his chance. I think it's her best ad. It um, is. I agree. Yes. And so, you know, she, she's, she's got that going for her. I think she probably has to hope that uh you know that that enough people kind of don't pay attention to the news coverage um and just hope you know give her you know give her the chance but i think it's an uphill battle for her you know cd2 is is a toss-up very clearly i'm not sure we would call the governor's race uh, a toss-up right now no and dan mcgowan they have their final debate on channel 10 uh tomorrow night um i don't know if the race stays the same i love in the book game change where they you know they go to uh, they, they go to John McCain and say, if you, everything stays this, you're going to lose. Yeah. So you, you got to go with, that's why he went with Sarah Palin. And even Barack Obama said, well, that's a game changer. Right. Or that, that's, that's, that's different or something to that accord. Uh, the, the radio debate the other day, I, again, I'm not trying to Monday morning quarterback. I like debates. I watch debates. I posted debates. Campaigns are fluid. Campaigns are supposed to be what's happening today. I found debate i like bill but it was just a rehash and from what i understand one of the candidates even had their page where they're just reading their responses to it um if that happens tomorrow night then damn it if, if it's just a rehash okay you know no plan dan electricity fbi he wins yeah he, th- there's nothing that i've seen that tells me that she has done anything to upend this campaign. I, I tend to agree with you. I will say, unlike, you know, if, if we would agree that, you know, Thursday afternoon, all Alan Fung needs to do is, you know, hold serve against Seth Magaziner. I think in this case, where Ashley Kalis really could benefit is the, yes. gene, the kind of the Gene Valicenti, like, free-for-all and yep. kind of let them go at it. He'll he'll back out of the way and he'll he'll play moderator to some degree. But um, that is one area where Ashley Kalis. I, I thought this in the radio debate. I thought this in the Channel Twelve debate. Mm. She is good. She's quick on her feet. Sure. Uh, she, you know she she's good at that good kind point. of stuff. But but you are right. If it if it is just kind of the same old uh, issues, I think people are going to look at this and say, you know, again, the people who are strong supporters of hers are going to say, you know, yeah, we're with her. She won the debate, but she needs to, you know, get from forty to forty eight or you know thirty eight to forty eight, and that takes you know a, a winning, a decisive winning performance. Um, I'm not sure she's had that yet. No, and maybe it will come. I mean, Helena folks got that, and we saw that right. played out. Dan McCowan, also, just quickly, uh, folks, you're going to have a chance where you can weigh in on who you think are going to win all the races. But Dan McCowan, what's your take on this lieutenant governor's race? I'll tell you, Aaron, I thought I think he's running a good race. He's got the billboards up. He is everywhere. He's very visible. He has a final debate with – he's the Republican candidate. And we I've, I even learned how to pronounce his last name with that new commercial. Aaron – 
Rukian. Yep. They have a final debate with Channel 10. They're taping it Friday. It's going to run all weekend. Uh, uh, Sabina Matos, from what I understand, is out of money, Lieutenant Governor Matos. They come, a PAC now is raising money to try to help her. What, what, do, you, I, what do you make of that race, Dan McGowan? I think it's closer than, than Sabina would like it to be. And, and yeah. the evidence is that it, it would be, you know, to, to have some national money kind of coming in and, and trying to, you know, swoop in at the last minute. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's very true. I think Aaron Gugian has done a good job at something that is nearly impossible, which is you have two, you have one incredibly high profile, the congressional race race this year. You have, you know, you have Ashley Kalis has spent four and a half, $4.7 million wow. on her campaign for governor. So, you know, to be on the undercard, and by the way, in the primary, you had a hot Providence mayor's race. So all, you know, for Lieutenant Governor, all he has really had is a window of, you know, essentially a month to, you know, raise his profile. He's done all, everything he needs to do. I think those billboards, you know, a lot of campaign hands will say, Oh, billboards, they don't do anything. It's like signs. I don't know if, if, if it's, you know, if it's the only way you're going to get any real attention, because no one's covering this race. It's not, you know, it's, it just isn't a high profile thing. I think he's done a pretty good job. My guess is, you know, Democrats tend to come home. They vote for Democrats. I think Sabina's going to win. You know, you go look at the, the numbers in the primary and how both Sabina and James Deosa did in Providence, Pawtucket, you know, East Providence. They really run up the score there. It becomes really hard. But Aaron Gukian has run a race that is, you know, there will, I think we'll all have a little bit of an eye on it and wouldn't be stunned if he got very close. Uh, he's run a good campaign. He's run a good campaign. The debate is hard because, you know, your last minute, you're going to already have tens of thousands of people who have voted, um, you know, before their final debate. And, you know, how much attention is it going to get on the last weekend before the election? So a lot of things benefit Sabina Matos here. She, you know, she, she has that incumbents kind of lead, so to speak. But uh, Aaron Gukian, probably, of, uh, you know, as a surprise candidate in a lot of ways, has probably won the best campaign of any of the Republicans, for sure. I think he has. I'm going to fill out your bracket. I'm going to take him for the win. I wow. think... Uh, and I'm going to go, you know, M. Charles Baxter even tweeted out, yes, uh, obviously, former columnist reporter of the Boston of the Providence Journal, that that a lot of people now view it as maybe they need someone to keep an eye on McKee in check. I think he's peaking at the right time. I don't think she's as popular as people think. And, and I, I think the defund the police thing is going to hurt her in this this final couple of days. Folks, you hear me mention roadmap. I start the day with it. And this is where it's really important is is you can fill out the brackets, kind of like March Madness, of how you think the election is going to play out. And Dan McGowan, if you'd be so kind as to extend that offer right now. Yeah, John, this is like the nerdiest March Madness thing I love ever it. do. But, but for folks out there, we've got, uh, I think it's up to 83 different outcomes you can have. You've got all the statewide offices. You've got the ballot questions. You've got all the General Assembly seats. It's really fun. It's totally free. You fill it out. We'll cut little prizes for the winners at the end. I think there's a chance you'll see actually someone with a perfect score in this ele- in this election. That's my prediction. Um, I hope it's me, but uh, it could be you too. For folks out there, easiest way to get it is by signing up for Roadmap. Send me a blank email. You don't have to do anything in the subject line. I'll know what it is. rinews at globe.com. rinews at globe.com. I'll sign you up. You'll get a link to it. You'll get this bracket uh, picks that you can make. Uh, and uh, you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job as always. We're in the home stretch. We'll talk to you again. Next Wednesday, John, you and I will be talking, and we'll know the winners of all these races. <laughs> I will talk to you then. Thanks, Dan McGowan. All right, see you. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508 252 Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus, and remember with Propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 
885-4209. In Massachusetts, call them at 508-252-3359. They're very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them 401-885-4209. To the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. Remember, weekdays, 11 to 2 but visit the website dipetro.com that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter it's all right there at the website dipetro.com and then remember once you're there you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at dipetro.com. And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website dipetro.com. It's getting cold already this winter keep your family your employees warm with matthews oil company call them today 401-942-7500 matthews oil company 24-hour emergency service for over four generations they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe trusted oil delivery call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 you can find them online matthewsoil.com matthews oil premier dealer rhode island delivering the highest quality heating fuels at matthews oil they take pride providing reliable affordable service for you and your family celebrating 90 years of service call them now it's going to be a cold winter get that tank filled call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 in an emergency they offer 24-hour emergency service Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. Remain healthy. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can also look for her on Facebook, but call her 401-305-3585. You know the building. It's that historic white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health. What do you find inside? Well, first of all, great service, great selection, vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies local products like ice honey maple syrup beef fresh gum over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices plus hemp and cbd products natural skin care it's my health poppin and see marie 1099 menden road in cumberland there's things for your pets there's things for your children there's things for your health stay healthy at it's my health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie, 401-305-3585, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. 